WLEW Sports Network presents The Game of the Week with Clark Ramsey and Steve Bone on Sports Radio 102.1 FM and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com. You're listening to the WLEW Sports Network, powered by AgriValley Services. The Greater Thumb East is nearly all but buttoned up, but yet somehow there's still plenty of unfinished business to attend to. Tonight is the first place Brown City Green Devils hosting the Ugly Bearcats on a wintry Friday night from Brown City, Michigan. You're listening to WLW Sports Network, and I'm your host, Clark Ramsey. To the right of me is once again Coach Steve Bone. Clark, it's always awesome to come to Brown City. Love this gym. It's got that old feel to it, and it's usually we get a good game here. The Green Devils of Brown City enter tonight riding a 16-game win streak and a one-game lead in the Greater Thumb East. The Ugly Bearcats may be out of the race already, but they certainly can play the role of spoiler for the sake of Sandusky. Last year, we had a great game here. <laughs> Brown City was trying to upset Ubley. Now tonight, it's the opposite. I'm sure Brown City has been upset by Ubley in the past, and they don't want it to happen tonight. It might not be the Wild West tonight, but instead we will find out who indeed is the Beast of the East. It's Ubley at Brown City as the regular season is down to its final two weeks. We'll break down the entire matchup just ahead, so keep it locked on your Harwood home for high school hoops on the WLW Sports Network on Sports Radio 1021, live and worldwide at WLWSports.com, and now also in podcast form. It's the Ugly Bearcats on the road at the Brown City Green Devils. It's all on the WLW Sports Network, being powered by Agar Valley Services tonight. Today's presentation of the WLW Sports Network is being brought to you by Thumb Sailor, the talk of the thumb. DS Services, for all of your green handling needs. North Star Bank, guiding the way. Kohler Propane, Kohler Propane, no gives you gas like Kohler's. Thumb Bank and Trust, community strong since 1895. Obli Motor Service, ensure health. Better health, better life. Internet services are provided by Acre Valley Services on the blazing speed of their TrueNet 4G wireless network. Go to AgarValleyServices.com for broadband internet that you can count on. This game broadcast is a copyright presentation of Thumb Broadcaster Incorporated. All rights are reserved. Any reproduction without the express written consent of the WLW Sports Network is strictly prohibited. Two and a half weeks from this very moment right now, the road to the Breslin Center will begin with the MHSA Tournament. For some teams and fan bases, it may feel like an eternity ago since the first practices began back in November, and they're counting the days, and for others, it will feel like it went by in a flash. And that's the beauty and the pain of high school sports, with memories that will be made to last a lifetime, no matter the outcome. Good evening, folks, as we make our pilgrimage to perhaps one of the last remaining still-intact old-school gyms of the entire Thumb of Michigan here at Brown City High School. Many memories, even for me personally, are made here in this gym. It seemed that every time that Harbor Beach back in the day played the Green Devils, it was in the absolute middle of a whiteout blizzard, and the game ended up being just as unpredictable. My name is Clark Ramsey. To the right of me is once again Steve Bone, and to the far right of us is just a random coach that we found hanging around by the name of Mark Gainforth. 
It was a nice drive over here for Coach Gainforth and I. And looking forward to the game tonight. This should be a good one. We'll see if we can get him on air at some point here tonight. But, yeah, uh, that, that would be fun. I just want to say I missed the school bus. <laughs> the bus ride to yeah. Brown City. Always always look forward to it. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. It's something about public transport that just really gets the blood flowing there. Well, for practically the last month straight, each of our broadcast games have been an absolute thriller. From half-court shots to fourth-quarter comebacks to overtime and everything in between, and all of that in the unpredictable and bizarre world that is the Greater Thumb West. We said from the beginning it was going to be the Wild West, and that's exactly the way it's been. It's kind of sorted itself out now because we're right down to the end of the season. So you got Cass City and Lakers, unless something miraculous happens tonight. Uh, next week, uh, those two are going to square off and uh, settle it. And we'll have that on air. Well. Yes, we. Mark yes. and I will have yes. that on air. You are going to be yes, nothing be, but a has-been at that point. Yeah, I'll be on special assignment. Okay, yes, doing a rec far recruiting, <laughs> as you always do. Well, tonight we shift our attention to the Greater Thumb East. The Brown City Green Devils are a perfect 9-0 in divisional play win with just three league games remaining. They are very close to salting the title away, but standing in their way are a reeling but hungry Ubley Bearcat squad. Yeah, the Ubley team... There's been some changes here in the last couple of weeks, but uh, they got a lot of pride. Uh, it's a lot of kids on that team were in that football state finals. And then also, you know, they're getting ready for the districts and uh, being in Division Four, they should have a good chance with their district there. Yes, indeed. We'll return in four minutes with a look at the away team tonight. The Ubley Bearcats, it's all on the WLW Sports Network, being powered by Anger Valley Services. Listen to the WLW Sports Network in more ways than ever before. Tune to Sports Radio 1021. Download the Cruise 102 app on your Apple or Android device. Listen live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. Also, now listen to us in replay in podcast form. Just go to our website, click on the Replays tab, or wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. Good evening, folks, from Sanilac County in Brown City, Michigan. It's the Greater Thumb East battle between the Ubley Bearcats and the Brown City Green Devils. My name is Clark Ramsey. To the right of me would be Steve Bone, and to the far right would be Mark Gainforth, who is starting to learn the ropes here and uh, potentially filling in down the road uh, if all things go to plan. Well, it depends on the contract negotiations from what I heard on the way over. Yeah. Well, if it's anything like your contract negotiations, we still haven't opened those. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out at some point here. As the, the Tonight was supposed to be boys basketball, JV and varsity. Due to the snow day yesterday, the girls' game was canceled, so it is a doubleheader varsity game, and we are right now in an absolute barn burner between the Ubley Bearcat girls and the Green Devil girls. Varsity squads here. Ubley just went up by two points with one more free throw. Upcoming here with two minutes and 15 seconds left in the fourth. It's 27-25, Ubley leading Brown City. Let's talk about the boys' varsity game that's coming up in just a moment here. The Ubley Bearcats are into tonight with an 8-6 record. They're currently on a two-game skid after winning four in a row before that. In the Greater East standings, they are standing at 7-3. That's third place, three games behind the Green Devils, who are yet to lose a game in divisional play. Head coach for the Bearcats will be Brandon Sorensen in his fourth year at the helm. Over the time, he's gone 49-23, a 681 batting average which includes the back-to-back -back in defending Greater Thumb East titles. 
The Bearcats of Ubley are scoring 50.8 points per game. That's right in the middle of the conference with the seventh best offense in the GTC and 3.1 points behind Brown City. On defense, the Ubley Bearcats are allowing 42.9 per game on average. That is the fourth best defense, but one slot behind Brown City by three points. Average margin of victory for the Bearcats will be in the positive at 7.9 points, the fifth best differential in the GTC in second best in the Greertham East, behind, you guessed it, Brown City. After an extended football season, Ubley got a slow start to the basketball season and began the season with two losses. Then the Bearcats rattled off four straight wins, putting them into the conversation, defending their back-to-back East titles. Unfortunately, they followed that up with another two-game skid against Sandusky and Brown City, losing by 10 to the Green Devils in Ubley before, yet again, another four-game win streak. After that, well, you guessed it, another two-game skid, which brings us to this evening. Ubley's had a really hard time just getting any consistency this year, and I think uh, part of that is just from a scoring standpoint, uh, Peruski could get them points, and then where they went after that, they were just kind of a hard time getting that. Now, defensively, they've been pretty good. They're scrappy. They get after it. They're not overly big, so <laughs> size gives them some trouble. But, uh, yeah, the scoring's been the hardest part getting it going, so they're uh, just looking for some more consistency there. Over half of Ubley's offense comes through two players, junior Evan Peruski and sophomore Braden Franzel. Unfortunately, Evan Bruski has not been listed on the active roster this week, nor is he here this evening. Bruski led the team, averaging 13.9 per game, while Franzel is right behind at 12.1. After that, it quite, uh, drops off quite significantly, in fact, with Austin Gentner adding 3.9, who's next in the scoring, and Luke Vollmering at 3.1. Everyone else for Ubley is posting a 3-point or less average. With Bruski out, again, we just talked about the scoring difficulties that they've had this year but with Prusky out uh, the other guys are really going to have to step up it's going to be a uh, tall task for Ubley to uh, stay with Ubley but they'll they'll do some things defensively and maybe slow this thing down and try to keep it as close as they can I mean they played uh, Cass City pretty tough the other night and uh, Prusky did not play in that game as well so that was at Cass City even too. yes at the other pit Yes, the other bit, exactly. It's time for a short break in the WLEW Sports Network. When we return, we'll take a look at the home team and the current leader of the Greer of the East, the Brown City Green Devils, barring the dreaded overtime of our first game here. <laughs> it's all right here on your Hardwood Home for High School Hoops, the WLEW Sports Network on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com. Ubley at Brown City on a blustery Friday night. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. Forgot what I was going to say there with Clark Ramsey and Steve Bone and Mark Gainforth from Brown City High School. It's the battle of the Greater Thumb East between the Ubley Bearcats and the Brown City Green Devils in one of the most storied and classic gyms of the entire place. The only remaining gym in the entire Greater Thumb Conference, I do believe, with wooden bleachers. I would agree with you there. Cass City was the only other one, I do believe, I mean, and they upgraded this past offseason. And I'm assuming when they get rid of the wooden bleachers that uh, Coach Gainforth might come get them. He, he collects. <laughs> I'm a collector. He collects wood bleachers. How big of a house do you have? 
I have houses and sheds ah, full of bleachers. Of bleachers. So, yes. so what, what's, what all bleachers do you have? I have Ubley. This is I, fascinating. I have Ubley, Marlette, some, well, quite a few USA, uh, Carroll. Um, Lakers? Lakers didn't, they, so, they, they um, either sold them or they didn't let the contract. The contractor that takes these out ah. is, is my neighbor. Ah. So I got inside on <laughs> okay, all, this. all right. I take that back. Bad Axe still technically has wooden bleachers, but they're the different style wooden bleachers. We're talking the classic right. lose your phone, lose your raffle tickets, lose everything yes. through the seats here. Yeah. As uh, the reason, if you couldn't tell, we're stalling. Uh, do, <laughs> because this uh, girls' varsity game is coming down to the very last second. It is currently ugly 29, Brown City girls' varsity 27. And I'm pretty sure both teams are out of timeouts because I don't know how, unless it's the NBA and they get 62 timeouts <laughs> per team. I'm not sure that uh, we've had plenty of timeouts and plenty of it's already 7:20, and uh, we haven't even started the warm-ups here. But so we now know that Mark Gainforth collects wooden bleachers. I didn't know we were on the air, Clark. Oh yes, uh, <laughs> you didn't. You didn't flash the red well, green light well, on me. To to quote uh, the the movie Major League, don't worry, nobody's listening. <laughs> uh, that's that's one of the beauties is uh, it, it requires people to listen in order to complain, and so we're 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 scot free here. So it is, uh, I told Tony Burton, of course, the long, long-tenured long athletic director, former basketball coach here. He's in the Hall of Fame. He is. Uh, he's in the Hall of Fame. Deservedly like, so. Uh, much like someone else. Uh, but this is the first time I've ever driven into Brown City, Uh-oh. and I was actually able oh to. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Ubley <laughs> was leading by two points, 29 to 27. They, Brown City passes it over to the left wing. They chuck it up at the buzzer. The three goes in. Brown City wins by one. Clark, if we show up, there's a buzzer beater <laughs> going to happen somewhere. I can tell you that. And I can tell you the ugly coach is not happy with the officials. <laughs> yeah. He was trying to foul, and they did not call it. He had fouls to give. Yes. That's wow. right. Well, that will certainly energize a gymnasium <laughs> and give both motive and aggression for both the upcoming teams here between the Brown City Green Devil boys and the ugly Bearcats. Let's talk about the Brown City Green Devils. They enter tonight with a 17-1 record. They have won 16 in a row. They have not lost since losing to Lakers back on December 9th, a long, long time ago. In the Great Rhythm East, as a result, Brown City is 9-0 in divisional play. That puts them in first place by just one game over Sandusky, who they already beat once. But Sandusky's only loss in divisional play with three divisional games to go. The head coach for Brown City being Robert Hatton. In his second year at the helm, he's been a varsity coach for 10 total years over the years. Uh, for 10 years, going 123 and 84, a 594 batting average. Before coming to Brown City, he was eight years at the helm at Davidson, going 93 and 75. The Green Devils of Brown City are scoring 53.9 points per game. That's the fourth most productive offense in the Greater Thumb Conference, in the best in the East. On defense, they have the third best in the entire conference at 39.9 in three points better than Ubley's defense currently. Average margin of victory for Brown City, 13.9 in their favor. That's the second best in the GTC, only second to Cass City. 
Brown City has been on an absolute tear this season and at another level, led by shoe and vote for the Thumb Sports for Association Player of the Year, Gaden Muxlow. Their only loss comes at home to Lakers by three points, 64-61 back in early December. Otherwise, Brown City is winning by an average of 15 points, and 10 of their last 12 wins have been in all double digits. In divisional games, Brown City is winning by an average of just 21 points, with an average score in divisional games of 53-32. to 32. Confidence is running very high for this uh, Green Devils team. Again, when you have the best player in the thumb and he's playing really well, that just uh, your confidence in every game, you just know you got such a good chance. Um, the one thing, they have not played in a close game lately. That's true. <laughs> so if they get into a close one, I'm, I would think their coach actually would enjoy that because <laughs> sometimes you get uh, these blowouts and your team loses a little edge and you'd kind of like to have them have that edge especially with the next couple weeks coming up. You see that in uh, football, in high school football, when you don't need to pass all season, then all of a sudden you get to that game in regionals or semifinals, and all of a sudden you need to pass. You say, oh, geez, you're kind of tripping over yourself the whole time. But with no surprise, six foot four senior Gaden Muxlow leads all scorers in the conference with a 28.7 average, which includes five baskets and three threes a game. Already this season, Muxlow has scored 517 points. Clint Ford is next in scoring with 6.7, and Callan Hagee at 5.2. After that, Brandon Kohler is chipping in 4.4. And when you see that big a discrepancy in scoring, you know that the other teams are just trying everything they can to really hold him down because the other guys aren't putting up big numbers. So they've got an answer, and, and that shows you how good he actually is because you know he's being double teamed. He's being denied the ball. I mean, boxing ones, they've probably seen it all this year, and he's still averaging 28 a game. That's uh, just uh, a senior that's having a great season. Brown City, an ugly tip-off in just 12 minutes. Up next, we'll analyze the tail of the tape between the Bearcats and the Green Devils. Keep it locked on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. Ugly at Brown City. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLWSports.com with Clark Ramsey, Steve Bone, and Mark Gainsworth from Brown City, Michigan. We already saw a thriller in the girls' game as Brown City hits a three at the buzzer to win by one point on their home court. And we uh, should, if that's any telltale side, we should be in for a great one of the boys' varsity game here. Let's take a look at the tail of the tape between Ubley and Brown City. Ubley many times this season have seemed to be moving in the right direction, but then they get derailed with a two-game skid, which has happened three separate times this season. After tonight, the Bearcats have just one more divisional game, and being three games out of first place, they have been eliminated from defending their Greater Thumb East title, but I know for a fact that Brandon Sorensen and his squad of Bearcats would love to play spoiler tonight with Brown City. Yeah, as a coach, you're always looking for an angle, whether you have to win or how do we become the spoilers. You know, they are two-time defending champs, and uh, they're not going to repeat this year. They, they got districts to get ready for, um, and then they also have some personnel issues that may be changing. So Coach Sorensen, I guarantee, is looking to uh, see how he can come up with the best squad he can two weeks from now. 
Brown City season has rolled as anticipated with just one blemish on the record, a game against Lakers some 70 days ago. All five wins of the month of December for the Green Devils came by seven points or less. Since the flip of the new calendar year, 10 of their 12 wins have been in double digits, which includes a come-from-behind victory on Monday on the road at Almont, eventually winning by 10 points, 60-50. to 50. After tonight, they host Sandusky to try and salt away the Greer of the East title this coming Wednesday. Yeah, they can't lose their focus. Um, they got to stay with it defensively, offensively, just keep executing the game plan. Like I'm sure coaches staying after them extra hard in practice because, again, when you win so easily, it's so easy to just slip away. You know, you don't box out like you should. You don't close out like you should. You don't execute the offense quite like you should. And then all of a sudden you get caught in a tight game and you haven't had to execute in a while, and then it becomes difficult. But I'm sure coaches take care of that in practice. Head-to-head -head on offense, Brown City has the fourth most prolific offense in the conference, averaging 53.9 per game which is 3.1 more than the Ugly Bearcats, who are scoring 50.8 per contest. On defense, both teams are solid. Brown City at number three in the GTC, Ugly at number four. Brown City is allowing 39.9 per game, while Ugly is at 42.9. Green Devils by three points on defense on average. So by going by stats, in stats alone, Brown City is favored by 6.1 points. Las Vegas has the Brown City Green Devils favored by 9.5 points. Ubley has won five of the last seven games in the last four years against Brown City, which includes sweeping the Green Devils in the 2021 and 2022 regular seasons. Brown City won in Ubley a month ago by nine points, 61-52, a game that Ubley led at the end of the first quarter and a game that Ubley trailed at halftime by 19 points. We are six minutes away from tipping off, and we'll take a short break, and when we return, we'll have the Thompson Chevrolet Super Cruise Roadmap Predictions with yours truly and Steve Bone and perhaps some others. You're listening to WLW Sports Network on Sports Radio 1021. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. Clark Ramsey, Steve Bone, and paying attention is Mark Gainforth tonight <laughs> from Brown City, Michigan. And we find ours, we've been in the Greater Thumb West for a majority of this entire season because it seems like every corner we come around, there's another great Greater Thumb West matchup. Tonight, though, we shift our attention to the Greater Thumb East as the Ugly Bearcats and Brown City De Green Devils go to battle. It's now time for the Thompson Chevrolet Super Cruise Roadmap. If you're looking for the latest models from Chevrolet, look no further than the north end of Ubley at Thompson Chevrolet. Find new roads. While the current standings on the season are Clark Ramsey 3, Las Vegas 2, Steve Moan 1. Steve, you're at least on the board now. Yeah. Well, again, like we had to explain last week, I've been right on my picks. It's just my the, the uh, margin of victory has been off a little bit where you've been a little closer. But I guess, you know, when you chalk it every single time, you're going to be right most of the time, I guess. Well, almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Right. And here we are. Yeah. So I'm, Hey, I'm just happy to have one. Well, here's the best part. Because you kept love to say zero. Well, that's true. Steve Bone, zero. zero. It means every it, week. It does. It does uh, <laughs> tantalize the ears quite well when you say that. But uh, here's the best part. Since you won last game, you get to go first. Good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you got tonight. Um, it, I just the Green Devils at their home gym here. 
Brown City's not going to let anything get in their way of that uh, clash with Sandusky next week. So they're going to come out, and uh, Ubley's got some questions to answer. So I'm going to go with Brown City 58 and Ubley 38. See, I'm taking. Uh, I think I'm thinking that Ubley is going to be an absolute pain in the side for Brown City tonight, and they've got nothing to lose. And so I'm going to. They're still going to fall short, but I think Brown City's going to win by seven points, 56 to 49. Well, I. I should go that way because every game we've done has been really good this year. We haven't had a blowout, so looking forward to I, I certainly hope that's the case. We, we certainly have never been let down in Brown City here. It's always been a great game. Uh, that no game what. last year was amazing. Yeah, that was a great game. And uh, We are broadcasting from the baseline tonight, folks, Like as in like we can reach out and touch the players here tonight. So if all of a sudden we're off air, that's probably because one of us got hit in the nose with the basketball or something in between. But – now we listen in to the PA announcer here at Brown City High School as we listen in to the National Anthem and all the festivities from Brown City High School. Everyone else just face the flag and stand at attention with their right hand over the heart. Well, despite a snow day, the forever feared snow day, it is a good turnout here. As it's, of course, it's a very cozy and intimate feel here at uh, Brown City High School, old school gym, and we are ready in for a dogfight tonight. Let's take a look through the starting lineups for both teams. We'll start out with the away team tonight, the Ubley Bearcats. And four of the regular starters. A six foot two junior, number zero, Austin Gentner, averaging 3.9 points per game. That would be Austin Gentner. Six foot three senior, number three, big man down low, averaging two and a half points per game. Cameron Ferris typically getting the start. Looks like he's not starting tonight. Instead, five nine sophomore, number five, averaging 3.1 points per game. Luke Vollmering, just a sophomore. Number 20, six foot three junior, has joined the starting lineup just a few games ago. He's averaging 2.4 per game. That is Mitchell Foote. Number 24, Braden Franzel, a 5'9 sophomore, averages 12.1 points per game. That will be sophomore Braden Franzel. And Candon Peruski, the other fifth starter tonight, a six foot junior, averaging 2.7 per game. For the Brown City Green Devils, oh, they're turning the lights off. I should have known here in Brown City. But for the Green Devils, 5'10 senior, averages 4.4 per game. That would be number three, Brandon Kohler. 
number 11, a 5'10 sophomore. That would be Ethan Worrell. Averages 2.4 per game. The big man, 6'4 senior. He plays a guard. Averages 28.7 points per game. Leading the entire Greater Thumb Conference, number 13, Gaden Muxlow. Six-foot senior, point guard, number 22, averages 6.7 per game, Clint Ford. And a 5'11 senior, 5.2 points per game, number 32, Callan Hagee. Steve Bone, any first thoughts here from Brown City, Michigan? Yeah, I think Hubley wants to get out, defend them hard, stay in this thing, kind of let it uh, get going. And then just kind of stay with it, stay with it, stay with it, and see what happens at the end. Ubley on their road uniforms, black jerseys, gray numbers with orange outline, and Ubley U on their backs. Ubley, or Bearcats across their chest in gray, orange outline as well, with a Bearcat claw down the entire side. Green Devils in their home white uniforms, Devils in green across their chest, green numbers with a black outline, and a Green Devil on each side of their short with a ribbing. Eight minutes around the clock, and Brown City will be moving right to left across your radio. Like I said, we're going to be on the baseline of this game, so if we get our directions wrong, don't question our intelligence, question our ability to find directions. As the tip is won by Brown City, we're moving to the left side. It's over to the right wing to Worrell, a 5'10 sophomore. Back up to the top, Gaden Muxlow, acting point guard at the moment. Passes over to the left wing to Brandon Kohler. Kohler looks down to the low post. Nothing there. One dribble now to the high post to Clint Ford. Long hair flowing locks. Blonde of hair. Over to the right wing to Gaden Muxlow. Muxlow being guarded by Luke Vomering for the Bearcats. Into the corner for three. That'd be Worrell. He pops it and he nails it. Three points for Brown City just like that. 7-28 into the ball game. Brown City three. Ubley nothing. Point guard for Ubley. Braden Francel top of the key. To Luke Vomering back to the top. To Austin Gentner. Passes it all the way into the corner. Back to Braden Francel. One dribble, nothing there. Back up to the top to Luke Vollmering. Being guarded by Brandon Kohler. To the right wing, down a low post, and it's stolen away by Callan Hagee. First turnover for the Ubley Bearcats. Here comes Clint Ford, pushing tempo already at the high post. Now over to the right wing, top of the key to Kohler. Kohler give and go to Gaden Muxlow. He saves it out of bounds, and it's actually didn't touch our microphone, more impressively, but it is a turnover and gives the ball back to Ubley. Yeah, Ubley's coming out man-to-man, -man and they're in full denial with uh, Vollmering on Muxlow. So this, uh, I'm sure they've <laughs> Brown City's seen that all year. Good defense so far from Ubley. 6.45 left in the first quarter. Brown City 3, Ubley yet to score. They're on offense for far side, right side of your radio. Luke Vollmering to the right wing. Tossing Gettner into the corner. Brady and Franzel, he takes a three. This one's short, and long rebound goes out of bounds. Brown City ball. Yeah, Brown City's also in man-to-man. Nice switching man-to-man. -man. Uh, Franzel's going to have to have a big night. Brown City inbounds facing some token pressure from the Bearcats. Luke Vollmering against Muxlow. Dribbling down the left side of the lane, and he loses a handle on it. And they're going to say out of bounds. Last touch by Muxlow. Probably sure collapsed on him there. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Four guys came to him. Been a good spot to kick it out. You know, silent gym so far. The side effects of a snow day. Camden Peruski jump shot mid-range. This one's no good. Nearly brings down his own rebound. And is still loose. Finally brought in by Clint Ford for the Brown City Green Devils. 3-0 Brown City leading. Clint Ford to the right elbow. Hands it off to the right wing. Now inside the lane. That'd be Worrell. Down trying to feed it down to the left block. And is stolen away 
And that will be the third turnover for Brown City as they try to feed in the Callan Hagee. Cannon Perusky brings the ball up for Robley. Left to right across your radio. Luke Vomering dabbed back to the top to Franzel. Franzel at the free throw line takes a jump shot. This one's no good. Very soft rim. And long rebound goes out of bounds, and it's last touch by Ubley. Ubley's getting some pretty good looks. I'm impressed. Got to get one to, to fall, and Brown City kind of got the fumble fingers going on so far. And Brown City still leads, though. 3-0. Ubley yet to score. Replayed 2 minutes and 20 seconds. Gaden Muxlow against a much shorter Luke Vomering. Senior against the sophomore. At the left elbow, dribbling down the triple team, maybe the four quadruple team, and he still gets it to fall. His first points. Gated Muxlow. 5.26 left in the first quarter, and we have a whistle goes out of bounds as Muxlow got into the passing lane. 5-0, Brown City leads Ubley. Luke Vomering inbounds. For the Bearcats at midcourt, into the hands of Braden Franzel against Clint Ford. Looking to his left, passes over to Cannon Peruski. Into the corner to Austin Gentner. Skip pass, opposite black. Franzel goes up strong and is in for two points. Ubley's on the board, 5-14 left in the first quarter, 5-2. Good patience on offense. Swung the ball around, found Franzel underneath for an easy one. Worrell back to Ford at the left wing. Takes his time. Back to the top two. Muxlow thought about taking the three and said dives inside the lane and can't get into plenty of contact. None called. Rebound brought in by Hagee. He cleans up the boards, puts it back in for two points. Seven to two. Brown City leading. 440 left in the first quarter. Brown City seven, Ubley two. Luke Vomering top of the key against Kohler. To the right wing, Cannon Bruski takes the three. This one's no good. And rebound, and we have a foul on the rebound. This will go against Mitchell Foote. The 6'3 junior, his first and Ubley's first foul. Ubley's in full denial on Muxlow. And then when Muxlow puts it on the floor and attacks the basket, they're just, I mean, there's triple or quad, four guys coming at him. They just need to, to, <laughs> they need to double him long before he gets as deep as he's getting. Four and a half to play, and they're trying to feed it down to the left block as Clint Ford was streaking, and there is a goes out of bounds instead. That is the fourth turnover for Brown City tonight. Ubley with just one. Brown City still leads by five points, seven to two, 424 left in the first. Kohler sits down and is replaced by number four, Lawson Cooper, a freshman, averages 3.3 per game. Luke Vomering at the top of the key, into the corner to Austin Gettner against Muxlow. Top of the key, Peruski, Cannon Peruski to Braden Franzel, right wing against Clint Ford. Austin Gettner gets it at the right elbow, turns to the basket, feeds it down to the low post. Braden Franzel turns to the basket, nothing there, back out to Gettner. Gender slowing things down. Afraid to dribble. Gives it back to Braden Franzel. 3.54 left in the first. Brown City by 5, 7-2. Ubley on offense. Braden Franzel takes a three top of the key off mark left. And rebound ripped down by Gaden Muxlow. Bringing the ball up himself across midcourt. Right to left across your radio. Calling the shots against Luke Vomering. Gets a screen from Clint Ford. Into the corner to Cooper. Cooper gets a screen from Muxlow at the left elbow. Opposite block gets tipped out of bounds by Black Jersey. Brown City ball. Again, Ubley doing a nice job defensively, causing turnovers, getting hands on passes. Just got to get the ball to go through on the other end. Substitution, Seth Maurer, a 6'1 sophomore, checks in, replaces Mitchell Foote for the Bearcats. Clint Ford will inbound on, underneath their own basket, left side of radio, into Muxlow at the left wing against Cannon Bruski. Muxlow averaging just under 30 points per game. Into the corner to Clint Ford against Gentner. Fighting his way through a screen. Top of the key. Back to Hagee. 
Callum Hagee dives down the left side. Nothing there. Spins it back out. Top of the key to Clint Ford. He dives inside the lane. Zero step, and we have a foul on a block going against the Ebley Bearcats. This put Clint Ford at the free throw line for two shots. Foul goes against Braden Franzel. That is his first, team second. And Brown City. They're going to say no shots. Foul on the floor. I guess when you hold up two fingers, that means out of bounds. That means peace. <laughs> peace. 3-10 left of the first. Brown City 7 Ubley two as Muxel takes a long NBA three. This one's no good. Rebound chased down by Austin Gendner. Braden Franzel in in transition. Can't hang on to it. And Muxel brings in the steal. Muxlow spins his way in the lane. Puts it up strong and gets the touch to fall. In for two. Muxlow has four. Brown City has nine. Ubley with two. 251 left in the first quarter. Nine to two. Mu- Braden Franzel top of the key. Or Luke Lomring left wing against Clint Ford. Austin Gettner going to work against Muxel in the low post. They can't feed it into him. Dana Peruski back to Luke Vomering, top of the key. Couple dribbles, feeds it over to, that'd be Seth Maurer. At the high post, over to the right wing. Cannon Peruski takes a three. This one short. Brayden Francel with the offensive rebound, puts it off the glass, and he is fouled, and he'll go to the free throw line for two shots potentially. 2.25 left in the first, and the foul will go against. That'd be number four. Lawson Cooper, his first, Brown City's first. Again, I like what Ubley's doing offensively. They're moving the ball. They're getting good shots. They're just not getting anything to drop yet. And they get the free throw to fall instead. Braden Franzel makes his first. Substitution coming in for the Green Devils. Thomas Geiger, a 6'3 junior, checks in. And Cannon Pruski sits down as well for the Ubley Bearcats. Second free throw from Franzel is good. Two for two on that trip. And Ubley has four points. 225 left in the first quarter. 9 to 4, Brown City by 5 points. Muxel brings the ball up, being guarded by Luke Vomering, and we have a timeout called, a 30-second timeout called by Robert Hatton and the Green Devils. Steve Bone, what have we seen here in the first five minutes of this ballgame? Well, again, I think Ubley's doing what they want to do defensively and offensively. They're just not uh, not getting any shots to drop, which <laughs> when you're on the road, sometimes that happens. You take any team this time of year, and you take your leading score out. It's just, it's hard. Your whole offense all year has been designed around that, and now you're missing your leading score, so now you got to do some things differently offensively, and they're just kind of really struggling with that. But again, they're getting good shots. They're just uh, not getting anything to drop right now. Um, Brown City, uh, I don't know, kind of sitting back a little bit. I think they could be a little more assertive on defense, put a little more pressure on, on this ugly team, and maybe create some turnovers. Well, last time they played, Gain Muxel had a, a, a quiet first quarter and really came alive in the second quarter. We'll see if that happens tonight. Clint Ford over to Worrell, right wing against Seth Maurer. Back to Muxel, top of the key against Malmering. Gets a screen from Clint Ford, top of the key. Goldbos back to midcourt. Clint Ford left wide open for the three of the left wing, and it's good. Two minutes left in the first quarter, and it's 12-4 to four on a Clint Ford three, his first points of the night. Brown City by eight. Luke Vomering top of the key over to Braden Franzel left wing. He takes a three, and this one's no good. Muxlow brings in the rebound for the Green Devils. Brings the ball up himself. Right to left roster radio. Slows things down to left wing extended. Gets a screen from Ford. Top of the key. Continues his dribble to the right, into the right wing to Worrell. He dives down to the lane. Kicks it, and it's tipped away by Franzel. Stolen into the hands of Aiden Makoviak. Brown City's fifth turnover tonight. Into the corner. Down to Austin Gettner at the low post. Puts it up. He is fouled by Gaden Muxlow, and he'll go to the free throw line for two shots. And I think Ubley can go there. 
a lot because they're playing just behind. They can enter it in the post, get the post up or the kick out. Won well, 14 games this season. Austin Gentner has been at the free throw line twice. He's two for four, and he misses the front end of that two shots here. It remains 12 to four, Brown City by eight points, and a uh, gym that's lacking energy right now, Steve. Yeah. You did say it was a snow day, or was it? Yes, not? it was snow day. Yeah, snow days. Is. Second rebounds, no, or second shots, no good, but rebound ugly. Second shots, no good. And there's Aiden McCoviang to put it back in so they get two points regardless. Minute 13 remaining in the first quarter. 12 to 6. Brown City by 6. Clint Ford, top of the key. Or the right wing, or excuse me, left wing to Gaden Muxlow. Muxlow against Vollmering. One minute remaining in the first. Back to the top to Thomas Geiger. Over to the right wing to uh, be number four, Lawson Cooper. And we have a travel. Six turnovers for the Brown City Green Devils. And gives the ball back to the Ubley Bearcats who trail by six points. Yeah, Ubley gets a basket here. It's a two-possession game. Yeah. Be happy. Happier than a bird in a tree. <laughs> Which there aren't many out there right now. <laughs> Caden Ozentoski, who checked in the game just a moment ago, brings the ball up over to Luke Vomering for the three left wing. This one's no good, but there is Ozentoski bringing the rebound. That one can't fall either, and it is brought down by Muxlow. Dives inside the lane. Euro steps in, and it falls in for two points. Muxlow with six, 14-6, with 26 seconds left in the first quarter. Brown City by eight. Ozentoski dribbling through two defenders, kicks it back to the right wing to number 12, Aiden Makoviak. Blue shoes and all. 15 seconds left in the quarter. Luke Vomering, left wing. Now to the hands of Seth Mauer at the left elbow. Back to the top of the key to Caden Ozentoski. Six seconds left. Luke Vomering back to Aiden Makoviak. Takes a three. This one hits nothing. And his rebound brought down by Gated Muxlow. And we've reached the end of the first quarter with an eight-point lead for the Brown City Green Devils. They lead Ubley 14-6 after eight minutes of play on the WLW Sports Network. On to the second quarter as Brown City leads the Ubley Bearcats by eight points, 14-6. Ubley starts out on offense on the right side of your radio. As new men in there for the Bearcats number three, Cameron Ferris. As Braden Franzel takes a long two at the top of the key and then nails it for just a third made basket for the Bearcats tonight. It's now 14-8. Seven and a half to play in the first half. Clint Ford to Worrell, top of the key against Franzel. To Callan Hagee against Cameron Ferris. Muxlow to the right wing. Gives it back to Worrell, and he carried it. That will be the seventh turnover for Brown City tonight. Brown City shot 6-8 that first quarter. <laughs> Eliminate the turnovers. When they shot it, they scored, but they had a lot of turnovers. To the right wing to Luke Vomering for the other Bearcats. Back to the top to Braden Frenzel against Clint Ford into the corner to that be Seth Maurer. Luke Vollmering to the right wing once again, trying to get some ball movement here at the right elbow. That's Cameron Ferris. Gives the ball back to Brain Franzel against Hagee. Now Ubley slowing things down right back to midcourt. Caden Osnowski acting point guard, a 5'8 senior. Into the corner, Seth Maurer. Nothing there. Back to the top to Brain Franzel. Gets a screen. He hit one already. This one's no good. And rebound down 
by Callan Hagee for the eighth Green Devil rebound tonight. 14-8, Brown City by six points, six and a half left in the first half. Worrell gets a screen from Hagee, and he can't hang on to it, and there's another turnover. Caden Ostentoski in transition. He goes up for the layup, and it's in for two points. Caden Ostentoski's first points. 4-0 run for the Bearcats suddenly. 6-16 left in the first half, and it's 14-10. We have a whistle away from the ball, and it will be a foul against the Ubley Bearcats. Yeah, he's riding them all the way down the floor. It's one of those, you're, you're running with him. You can't get away from him because he keeps coming into you. <laughs> then you get the call against you. Seth Maurer draws the foul, his first team's third. Brown City ball. Gaden Mucks a little inbound right in front of the Ubley bench. And gets into the Clint Ford. Ford dives down the left side of the lane, and it's knocked away by Cameron Ferris. That is nine turnovers now for Brown City. 14 to 10, top of the key, Luke Vollmering, who trails just by four points for the Bearcats. Seth Mauer inside to Cameron Ferris, and is blocked by Muxlow, but there is Braden Franzel, and he gets the shot off, but he is fouled, does not count, and he'll go to the free throw line for two shots. Brown City, or Ubley, starting to show some life here in the second quarter. Yeah, I mean, they've had some good looks from the arc. They're 0 for 8. Again, they just need to see the ball go through the basket a little bit, get a little confidence. Again, they're tacking inside. Going at Muxlow there. Kind of like it. Franzel at the free throw line. Rattles in the first free throw. He has seven of the 11 points for Ubley so far. It's a 5-0 run. Now a 6-0 run with two made free throws. 14-12. Two-point game. Brown City 14, Ubley 12. It was an eight-point differential just two minutes ago at the end of the first quarter. To the right wing, Cooper to Clint Ford, the left wing, dribbles to the free throw line, gives it back to Muxlow. Double team comes there, back to Clint Ford. Muxlow again, gets a screen from Ford, dribbling to his right to the right wing. Everyone retreats, leaves Muxlow wide open for the three, and he nails it. He has nine points, stops the bleeding, and ends the 6-0 run. It's 17-12, Brown City back out by five. At the high post, and we have a travel as Seth Maurer did his best Flintstones impression and traveled with it. Just the third turnover, though, for Ubley. Brown City with nine. Substitutions coming in for the Bearcats. Austin Gentner, Cannon Peruski check in, replace Cameron Ferris and Seth Maurer. Cameron Ferris, some solid minutes there, coming off the bench. 17-12, Brown City by five points, 5.15 left in the second. Clint Ford bringing the ball up across midcourt, right to left across the radio. To the left wing, to Brandon Kohler. Checks back in the game just a moment ago. Inside the lane, down to the right block for Callan Hagee, and he gets it to Paul for two points. He has four. 19-12, five minutes left in the first half. Braden Fransel to Luke Vollmering, left wing. Into the corner to Caden Ossentoski. Back to Vollmering. Top of the key, Braden Franzel against Ford. Back to Luke Vollmering, left wing. Starts his dribble. Tops it wing. Into the corner, Braden Franzel pump fakes, and he traveled with it before he did so. Four turnovers for Ubley. 19-12. Four and a half to play in the second quarter. Brown City by seven. The two-point ball game just a moment ago. Yeah, both teams just having a hard time finding a rhythm here offensively, that's for sure. Across midcourt, Clint Ford dives down the left side of the lane, can't hang on to it, has to grab it at the left block. Muxlow in the corner against Luke Vollmering, gets a screen from Ford once again, 
Dives inside the lane. The floater's up, and it falls. Yeah, Muxlow with 11. He gets that deep. That's automatic. He's going to make that 90% of the time. Nine-point lead for Brown City suddenly. Braden Franzel goes down the left side of the lane. He draws the foul. He'll go to the free throw line for two shots. Braden Franzel, pretty much the entire offense here so far for the Ugly Bearcats. Second yeah. foul against Clint Ford. Again, they're 0 for 8 from the arc. So now they're attacking the basket a little more. Kind of get to that foul line. It's the easiest place to score. First free throw for Braden Franzel is good as that stops a Brown City 7-0 run. Substitution for the Ugly Bearcats, Daniel Drzeski checks in for Ugly, and we have a timeout called, a 30-second timeout. We'll stick with you. With 4.08 left in the second quarter, it's Brown City 21, Ugly 13. So we're seeing a bit of a game of streaks here in the second quarter. What does Ugly need to do to right the ship and get back in within a one-possession game? Again, I really like what they're doing offensively. They're taking their time. They're kind of getting what they want. I mean, they can go inside. They're, they're getting shots from the arc. They're attacking the basket. They just aren't making any shots. I mean, that first quarter, they were two for 13, and some of them were some really good looks. So, and defensively, I, they're doing a nice job. I just think they, that double's got to come a little quicker on uh, Muxlow because once he turns the corner and gets in the lane, I mean, he scored every time he's been in there. So, again, I like what Ubley's doing. They just they just got to make some baskets here. And if they can stay close, I mean, look at the turnovers Brown City's already had. It's almost like, again, snow day or is it just some of Ubley's defense, which is probably a combination of the two. But, again, it's been a while since they've been in a close game, so they probably haven't been defended all that tough lately. And Braden Franzel makes another free throw, 21-14. to Seven-point ball game, 4.05 left in the first half. Clint Ford against Cannon Peruski over to the right wing into the hands of Lawson Cooper, the freshman. Cooper back to the right wing to Ford. Into the corner to Hankey. One dribble, nothing there. Picks up his dribble, he's in trouble. Pivoting. Now back to Clint Ford. Now Muxlow down the baseline. Spins, does not hit anything but offensive rebound and put back is in from Callan Hankey, number 32. He has six points, 23 to 14. Three and a half to play in the first half. Ubley running some offense, feeds it down inside, kicks it back out to Luke Vomering, takes a three, this one's no good. Cannon Pruski with the rebound. Pivots back out. To Luke Vomering, pickpocketed from behind, but in the hands of Caden Ostentosky. He takes the jump shot from the left elbow, and the bank is in and open with the two points. Caden Ostentosky with four, 23-16. 3-11 remains in the first quarter. First, excuse me, first half, second quarter. Clint Ford to Lawson Cooper. Cooper to Callan Hagee, trying to feed him to Muxlow. Instead, he keeps for himself, goes down the right side of the lane, and the finger rolls in for two. For Callan Hankey, he has six points this quarter, eight on the night, 25 to 16. Brown City once again leading by nine points. Cannon Peruski, right wing. Into the left, right block to Drzeski. Braden Franzel at the high post, kicks it out to Luke Vomering. Resets the offense. Braden Franzel at the right wing, now over to Caden Ostentosky. Top of the key, Cannon Peruski to Luke Vomering. Down the baseline goes Braden Francel passes the defender. Easy two points for him. 25 to 18. 2 18 remains in the second quarter. Clint Ford 
At the left, elbow picks up his dribble, back to Muxlow. Takes a jump shot with three defenders in front of him. No good. And rebound brought in by Braden Franzel. We're going the other way. Franzel, coast to coast, off the backboard, in for two points. He's coming alive, and it's now 25-20. to 20. Five-point game, two minutes remaining in the first half. Putting forward, top of the key. Against Cannon Bruski to Gaden Muxlow, left wing against Luke Vollmerich. Lawson Cooper gets a screen for Muxlow. Dribbles into the right elbow, picks up his dribble. Nothing there. Back out to Clint Ford. He takes a three top of the key. No good. And rebound chased down by Cannon Bruski into the hands of Braden Franzel. Luke Vollmering at the right elbow. Dribbling to Braden Franzel. Left wing. Thought about pulling up from 16 feet. Does not. Feeds into the corner. Gets the ball right back. Caden Ozdowski. 80 seconds left in this first half. Brown City 25. Ubley 20. Down to Drzeski. Can't hang on to it in his turnover. Number five for Ubley. Gaden Muxlow at the right wing. Wants the shot, and he takes the shot from the right wing. This one's off the mark. Gaden Ossentowski brings in the rebound. 105 left in the second. Cannon Austin's getting Prusky off balance and off out of control. Puts up the shot, and it's rebound. Gaden Muxlow with ease. Muxlow at the right wing. Back to the top. To the left wing. Clint Ford. Now Cooper. Cooper goes down the baseline against Ossentowski. Opposite block to Hagee. He is fouled. He'll go to the free throw line for two shots. Couldn't complete the shot, though. 47 seconds left in the first half. Again, Ubley's doing a nice job. I mean, they're getting what they want. Franz will attack the baseline. They went inside there, just mishandled. They had a good kick out for a wide open three. And then defensively, the last time down here when uh, Muxlow attacked the basket, they, had, they doubled him at the free throw line. They didn't let him get deep into the lane where he's been doing so much damage, and he ended up missing that shot. Callan Hagee entered tonight with a 17-26 from the free throw line for 65%. He made the first free throw. 47 seconds left in the second quarter. It's now 26-20, to 20 and he misses the second one. And Caden Ozdowski brings in the rebound. We have a jump ball. Possession arrow, Brown City. So the Green Devils stay on offense, leading by six points. That one hurts a little yes, bit. Yes, it does. <laughs> Had a chance to go down the other end, only down six, and now they got the ball again. Ford to the top to Worrell, who takes the three. This one's no good long, and Luke Vollmering grabs the rebound for the Bearcats. Caden Ozentoski trailing by six points for the Bearcats, 26-20 to 20 with 35 seconds left in the second quarter. Cannon Peruski left wing trying to feed it down to Gettner. Nothing there. Back to Luke Vollmering to the right wing to Ozentoski. Ozentoski, Tate. Very patient here. Gentner at the right elbow gives it back to Braden Franzel. Top of the key, 20 seconds left. Caden Ozentowski dives inside the lane, jump stop, back out to Gentner for the 18-footer. This one's off the mark, and rebound brought in by Cooper for Brown City. 10 seconds left. Muxlow will take the last shot. Got Eight fouls seconds. To give. Got fouls to give. He's inside the lane, and he gets it to fall, avoiding contact. 28-20, to half-court shot from Franzel is off the mark, and we've reached halftime. With an eight-point lead for the Brown City Green Devils, 28 for Brown City, 20 for the LB Bearcats right here on the WLW Sports Network. It's an eight-point game at halftime. Brown City 28, Ubley 20 on the WLW Sports Network. Clark Ramsey, Steve Bone, and Mark Gainforth from Brown City, Michigan. It's been a 
A little bit of low-energy crowd here so far, but it's still a close game. It's 28-20. to 20. It was, at the end of the quarter, it was an eight-point game as well. 14-6 uh, to six Brown City led, and it was suddenly a two-point game. Uh, it, it, it's still in the first half quarter. It was 12-6, to six, and then all of a sudden it was 14-8, to eight, and then it rolled back and forth somewhere at some point on my sheet here. It was a two-point game. I do recall that. Uh, unfortunately, I do not know where that was, Steve. It was 14 to 12, 554 left in the first half. As Ubley got back within two points, then all of a sudden it was 21 to 12. Brown City back out by nine, just kind of trading shots from there. As right now, we have quite the performance here in Brown City. It's uh, the Winter Guard, I believe is the official name, uh, Color Guard, uh, performing. We had ABBA Dancing Queen, and now we have the BG staying alive so far. Uh, Steve, this might be the best thing we've seen tonight. This is, uh, yeah, you can't go wrong with, with those two. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 you know, we, I mean, Coach Gainsworth and I, we always hated snow days. It's just, it's hard to control what your kids are doing. They're sleeping in, they're eating a bunch, they're drinking pop, whatever it is. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know, just, uh, yeah, there's low energy tonight. Um, and maybe the second half, uh, they'll pick it up. Uh, I mean, for, on, again, on ugly side, you, you're, you're missing your leading scorer. And that's, you know, that's always a psychological, you know, that's just hard to overcome because it's just, it kind of kicks your confidence a little bit when you don't have your leading scorer. And then, you know, and then you're playing the <laughs> team that's only lost one game all year and has basically beat everybody by 20 points. So, but, you know, they're only down eight. Uh, like you said, they cut it to two. If they can get some shots to fall, I mean, in that first half, I mean, they were 0 for 9 from the arc, and I would say, you know, six or seven of those are pretty darn good looks. So, but uh, when they when they got the ball inside and attacked the basket, they were 50%, they were 7 of 14. So I would think the second half, Hubley's going to do more of that, attack the basket, get to the free throw line, and then, you know, still kick it out. And if they're open for them threes, you got to believe you're going to make some of those. Now, on the other side with... Uh, Brown City, boy, when they got in the lane, it was automatic. And, again, most of those were coming from uh, Muxlow. They were 9 at 12 inside the arc. I mean, in, I mean, they were in the paint, in the paint. And then uh, outside the arc, they did. They were 3 of 7, so that's 43%. So, I mean, for the half, they were 12 of 19 for 63%. Now, you would think a team that shot 63% and the other team shot 30%, it would be a lot bigger deficit than 8 points. So, you know, from Ubley's standpoint, it's like, hey, guys, we're going to shoot the ball better, and they probably can't continue to shoot at 63%. So the first three minutes should be, you know, should kind of set the stage where this thing's going to go. I mean, if Brown City can kick this thing into double digits, then uh, it's going to be a long uphill climb for Ubley. But if they can jump on them right away and keep this thing, get it down to four and just kind of keep it there, then uh, we could have a thriller. Well, Braden Franzel for Ubley actually leads all scores with 14 points. He went 6 for 6 from the free throw line in that first half on top of four baskets additional for 14 points. The rest of the team with six points for the Ubley Bearcats. Caden Ozdowski with four coming off the bench and Aiden Makoviak with two points also coming off the bench. For the Brown City Green Devils, they are led by Gaden Muxlow. No surprise here with 13 points. Five baskets inside and one three-pointer as well. When he's left wide open to the right wing, Callum Hagee with nine points and three points each for Ethan Worrell and Clint Ford. Like Steve said, Brown City 12 of 19 for 63% in the first half. Ubley 7 of 23 for 30%. From the free throw line, Brown City was 1 of 2 for 50%. 
Ubley was 6 of 8 for 75%. Ubley with 5 turnovers in the first half. Brown City with 9. Brown City with 11 rebounds. Ubley with 9 rebounds as well. As we're ready to start the second half already, Steve Bone. Yeah, Brown City, they, I mean, they just turned the ball over way too much. That's the reason why this game is where it is. Again, they shot a really good percentage. But uh, what do they have? They have 9, 10 turnovers in that first half? 9 Brown turnovers. Was, yeah. That's Six just, in the first quarter. Uh, yeah, that's just too many. But uh, see if they what they change up here in the second half. Probably gets the ball to start the second half. Luke Vollmering into the corner to Cannon Bruski. Back to Vollmering, left wing. Dribbles around the printer. Passes it to the right wing. Braden Franzel finds himself in the lane, and he traveled with it as he lowered the shoulder and avoided the foul. Instead, it's still a turnover. Gives the ball back to Brown City. With an eight-point lead for the Green Devils in their home court, now going left to right across your radio. Brown City looked like they picked it up a little bit more there defensively. They were actually so. they were denying in the post that time, where in the first half they were just trailing in the post. I think we know the halftime message. <laughs> Gaden Muxlow brings the ball up for the Green Devils. Left right across your radio in their home white uniforms. Feeds it over to the left wing into the corner. Now Clint Ford goes down the baseline. Jump stop at the left block. Kicks it back to the left elbow. And Hagee traveled with it before he took off for the basket. Yeah, he was... Uh, he was excited. He looked like the road runner there. The <laughs> feet were just a going. <laughs> and then when he hit the ground, off he went. Forgot to, tri- forgot to dribble. 7-20 left in the third quarter. Eight-point lead for Brown City at home. To the high post, Braden Franzel nothing there. Cannon Bruski down to the corner to Austin Gentner. Being guarded very closely by Kohler. Inside the lane, Mitchell Foote can't get the hook shot to fall. And rebound instead, a rebound brought down by Brown City. Gaden Muxlow at the top of the key against Luke Vollmering. To Morrell, gets a screen from Hagee. Jump stop at the high post to Muxlow left wing. Ford sets the screen. Muxlow slows things down. Backed over to Clint Ford. And all that energy we had in the first minute is now gone. Gaden Muxlow against Luke Vollmering. Slowing things down to pretty much one-on-one here. Back out to Callan Hagee. To the right wing. Brain Franzel trailing. Through two screens. Nothing there. Upley's defense still fairly strong here. Clint Ford in the corner to Hagee. Hagee picks it back to the top to Kohler. Kohler nowhere to be found. Clint Ford jump stop inside the lane. Caps opposite block. And we have whistles. And it's going to be a kicked ball. And it will be kicked by Brown City. Upley ball. So we'll count that as a turnover. 11 turnovers for Brown City. Yeah, I would say that's the right call there. Turnover. Good job, Ubley, defensively. They kept putting up a wall at the free-throw line, not letting Muxlow get in the lane. No scoring yet here in the first two minutes of the second half. Luke Vollmering to the top to Austin Gettner, back to Vollmering. Vollmering trying to feed into Mitchell Foot. nothing there, though. Cannon Bruski left wing into the corner to Austin Gettner, takes the jump shot. This one has two days shipped out of into the hands of Gaden Muxlow, and here comes Brown City. 5.50 left in the third quarter. Brown City 28, Ubley 20. Some put some caps on these hoops <laughs> during halftime. <laughs> Kohler to the left right wing into the right corner to Callan Hagee. Hagee around the perimeter again, trying to feed to Muxlow the left wing, and that's covered up by Luke Vollmering. Into the right corner to Clint Ford, being guarded by Cannon Bruski, nearly got a steal on it. Inside the lane, nothing there, and they kick it into the corner to wide open. Kohler for three, and it's good. Brandon Kohler's first points, the 5'10 senior. Now 31 to 20. Brown City by 11 points. 5.15 left in the third quarter. Austin Gentner, left wing into the left corner to Luke Vollmering against Muxlow. Gentner, back to Vollmering. 
to Gentner, inside to Foot. Foot feeds into the right corner for three, Kanan Persky, airmail, and rebound Gaden Muxlow once again. 31 to 20. Last time we saw Oblique, Kanan Persky was, he was hot from the he three. He was knocking threes down. Muxlow feeds it into Clint Ford, he pump fakes, goes down the baseline, feeds it to the opposite block to Hagee, and it falls in for two points. Hagee with 11. 33 to 20. Nice baseline drive. Dump off. Luke Vomering. As you know, that's Austin Gettner at the right wing. Spins his way in the lane. Opposite block. Mitchell Foote is fouled. Count the basket and one for Mitchell Foote. His first points of the night. Comes at a much needed time for the LA Bearcats with 4.26 left in the third. And the foul goes against Callan Hagee. That's his first team's first of the second half. Again, I like what Ubley's doing. They go inside. They're getting what they want there. Last time they went there, they had a nice shot, just rimmed out. And then they've had two kickouts for threes, and I mean, they haven't even hit the rim on those. But Free throw is good for Mitchell Foot. From an offensive standpoint, you're getting what you want. You're just not making the shots. Ends a 5-0 run for the Brown City Green Devils in the second half. Five points for Brown City, two, three points for Ubley, and we have... Contact all over the place as the triple team came in on Gaden Muxlow inside the lane. He's fouled. Foul's going to be on the floor. And the foul will go against Mitchell Foote. His second team's first in the second half. 4-16 left in the third, and they feed it into Muxlow, and it's tipped away. But Brown City saves it. Into the corner. Clint Ford for three. It's good. Six points for him. 36-22, 14 point, or excuse me. 13 point lead for the Brown City Green Devils. Top of the key into Luke Vomering and it's kicked right out of bounds. Yeah, Albies is getting in that danger zone here, being down 13. You need to get a couple baskets and a couple stops. Halfway through the third, we have substitution. Austin Gettner checks in, replaces Mitchell Foot. Sits down with three points. Seth Maurer, also in the game. Inbounds for the Bearcats. Gives it Braden Fansel in the corner for three. This one's no good. And rebound off of Luke Vomering. Brown City ball. 3.44 left in the third quarter. Brown City by 13 points, 36-23. Thomas Geiger checks in, replaces Callan Hagee for Brown City. So other for the Green Devils, we have Geiger, Ford, Muxlow, Cooper, and Worrell. Screen from Muxlow. Clint Ford brings the ball up, dives right down inside the lane, left side, kicks it out to the opposite corner. Back up to the top to Muxlow for three. This one's no good. Rebound still loose and ripped down by Ubley, and we have a whistle. This will be a foul. Foul, I do believe, goes against number four, Lawson Cooper. So Lawson Cooper's second. Team second. I believe all. Again, got the stop. Just got to get a convert a basket here. Convert a basket. 36-23. 13-point ball game. Brown City led his half by eight. Send that out five additional points here in the first five minutes of the second half. Seth Maurer, he's inside, and we have a whistle away from the ball, and it's going to be a, a block against Brown City. 
And a quick second foul and third foul for Lawson Cooper. Yeah, they were trying to go inside again and he just kind of hooked him, keep him from flashing across the lane. Seth Maurer inbounds to Austin Gentner. Left wing, back to the top to Maurer. Maurer going down the right side of the lane over to Luke Vomering. Streaking down now, Austin Gentner at the left block. Spins, took the basket. Nice looking hook shot there from Austin Gentner. His first points of the night, 36-25. Gaden Muxlow, double teamed at the free throw line. He coughs it up into the hands of Austin Gentner. 12 turnovers for Brown City tonight. Sloppy game so far for them. Seth Maurer at left wing, starts his dribble against Ford at the free throw line. Now dribbling over to the right wing, gives it to Caden Ostentoski. Luke Vomering down the lane, gives it to the left block to Gentner, back out to Braden Franzel. Luke Vomering, top of the key, Caden Ostentoski looks to the bench for Brandon Sorensen for the call. Hands it off, probably resets their offense to Vomering, right wing against Worrell. Gentner to the left wing. Maurer, 2-10 left in the third quarter, trailing by 9 points. Or excuse me, 11 points. 36-25. Luke Lomering to Austin Gentner between the high and low post, dribbling against Geiger, and another hook shot in for Austin Gentner. He has 4 points. 36-27, now a 9-point lead differential. Again, they've had good success when they can get it in the paint area. Good patience there from Obley on that possession. Top of the key, Thomas Geiger over to Clint Ford, right wing. Starts his dribble. Nothing there. Picks it up. Top of the key, Muxlow. Against Walmering. Brown City leading by nine points. 36-27 over Ubley. Minute 33 left in the third quarter. Clint Ford, a skip pass to the left wing for three from Morales. No good. Long rebound. Chased down by Luke Walmering. And we have a whistle. It looks like it's going to be knocked out of bounds by Muxlow. Substitution for Brown City. That would be Callan Hagee checks in, sits Thomas Geiger down. Another substitution we have Kanan Peruski checking in. Minute 22 left in the third. Minute 14 left in the third quarter. Probably on offense after a few substitutions. New man in there, that'd be Braden Franzel. And he coughed it up. Seven turnovers for Ubley. Gives the ball back to Brown City, who leads by nine with one minute left in the third. Clint Ford to Muxlow, right elbow. Give and go, and it's stolen away by Austin Gentner. And before he could bring in the steal, he is hammered down. And this foul will go against number 11, Ethan Worrell, his first team's fourth. So, Ubley's got a chance. Ubley's got another chance here. Closing it up. 13 turnovers for Brown City. And we have a kick ball as Clint Ford knocks that one through the uprights. 43 seconds left in the third quarter. 36-27, Brown City still by nine points, but Ubley with possession, trying to cut down this deficit. Braden Franzel gets the inbound. From Ozentoski over to the right wing to Gentner. He hit four, two straight baskets just a moment ago. Ozentoski back to the right wing to Franzel. High post to Cannon Peruski. Down in the short corner for the jump shot. In and out, no good. But there's Cannon Peruski to clean up the boards in for two points. 36-29. A 6-0 run 
for the Bearcats. Gaden Muxlow going for last shot here. 15 seconds left in the third. 36-29. Muxlow at the right wing against Peruski. Candon Peruski. To the left wing, Ford. Back to Muxlow. Seven seconds left. Clears one defender. Goes up, and he is fouled. And he'll go to the free throw line for two shots with three seconds left in this quarter. Yeah, that double just comes too late. <laughs> they got to get him above the free throw line. Once he gets below that free throw line, it's a charge or a basket. Well, Ubley was trailing by 13 points just three and a half minutes ago, and Muxlow makes the first free throw happen. That's his first points of the second half. Yeah, they've done a really nice job on him. So it's 37-29 now. Foul goes against Austin Gentner. His first second free throw just as good as the first with 15 now for Muxlow. 38-29, two seconds left. Three-quarter, Chuck is up and it's no good. We've reached the end of three quarters with Brown City leading by nine points. 38-29 over the Ugly Bearcats in the WLW Sports Network. And on to the fourth quarter with a nine-point game. Brown City 38, Obley 29. It's been a game of streaks, and so far, Steve Bone, what do you think? I mean, Obley's sticking around again. They just, just can't make any shots, but, boy, Brown City just keeps turning it over for them. And there's a turnover there. And, again, missed layup. Another turnover. Another turnover. That's two in this quarter. 15 on the night. Shot is up, no good, but offensive rebound for... Seth Maurer, the shot's no good. And another rebound chased down. We have a foul on the push. This will go against Callen Hagee, if I'm correct. Probably ball. Now, if it doesn't, uh, there's something yeah, wrong right. there. <laughs> he put the forearm right into him. Probably inbounds, 38 Trailing Brown City, seven minutes left in regulation. Austin Gentner, top of the key against Hagee. Just picked up his second foul. Five team fouls for Brown City, three for Ubley, and we have a three-second violation. Really? That must be. That's the first one we've seen all season. Well, Kurt Lowe probably was officiating in the 70s, so. <laughs> we just did have a reference to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as well. <laughs> Well, he did lose a scoring title, so. True. Very true. Brown City back on offense, leading by nine points, 38-29. to 29. Muxlow with the ball, top of the key. Muxlow over to Clint Ford, left wing. Dribbling around the perimeter. Back to Cooper. Left wing, feeding down the low post to Hagee. Against Kentner. Starts his dribble, kicks it back out to Ford, mishandles it, and then has feeds it back down inside to Muxlow. Low post, double team comes out, back up to Worrell. Cooper at the left wing, feeds it down, opposite block, and Hagee puts it off the glass in for two points. He has 13. 40 to 29, 11-point lead for Brown City. Top of the key, Braden Franzel, Seth Maurer, down below post to Austin Gettner, can't get to fall hard off the glass. Rebound brought down by Brown City. 
Gaden Muxlow at the left wing takes the three. This one's smooth. He has 18, his first basket of the second half. It's a nice <laughs> going away. Pull-up jumper from beyond the arc. Really nice. Can turn it on when he wants to. 5.40 left in the fourth. 14-point lead for Brown City. And we have a kickball by Muxlow. Yeah, you get that impression that if he just wanted to kind of take over, he probably could. And we have a timeout called by Ubley with a full timeout. We'll return in 60 seconds, 538 left in the fourth, 43-29 Brown City. Five and a half left in the fourth quarter. Ubley comes out of a full timeout, trailing by 14 points. Franzel gets a score in the second half at the right block, right wing. Now he's in the right corner. Short corner takes the jump shot. No good. Rebound gated Muxlow for Brown City. Muxlow across midcourt. Left to right across your radio with a 14-point lead in tow at home. To Clint Ford in the corner to Cooper. Cooper starts his dribble. Back to Callan Hagey, top of the key. Looking to feed it to Muxlow, nothing there. Instead, he dives inside the lane, pivots inside the lane, and he's going to be, there's another. Two three-second <laughs> violations in the same game, in the same quarter, and uh, it's going to be turnover number 16 for Brown City. Actually, that one was legit. That, that one was, <laughs> yes. When you pick the ball up and you look around for four seconds, they're going to call you for three. That was a uh, good form on that pivot, though. I it will was. say that. Ubley back on offense, trailing by 14, and Franzel goes inside the lane, hits the front of the iron, no good, rebound, Green Devils. Wasting no time, Cooper inside, back out to Clint Ford, dives down the left side of the lane, kicks it to a wide open Brown City player in the corner, that would be uh, Clint Ford, no good, and long rebound into the backcourt, chased down by Cooper. That's Brown City's just third offensive rebound tonight. First in the second half. 4-13 left of the fourth. Brown City by 14 points. Clint Ford whipping the ball around down to Muxlow, left block. Double team there. Spinning his way around and in for two points for Muxlow. He has 20. It's a 9-0 run for Brown City here. Kind of a quiet 20. Yeah. He had 13 in the first half. And now he nearly got the steal. And it goes out of bounds. Ugly ball. You know, Brown City's done a nice job defensively. Uh, Franzel led him in the first half, and he never even got a shot in the third quarter, and he's forced a couple shots up here to start the fourth quarter. So they've limited to just a two shots, their number one offensive option. So Brown City's basically in full denial on him, just making it really difficult for Franzel. Braden Franzel, quiet second half. Feeds it over to the right wing to Peruski. Luke Vomering goes down the left side of the lane, off balance, can't get it to fall, rebound. Brought in by Cooper for the Green Devils. Cooper across midcourt, back to Clint Ford, top of the key, hands it out to Muxlow. Mishandles it, has the dribble away at the left wing. Slowing things down now, 3.20 left in regulation. 16-point lead, 45-29. Ford to Worrell against Cannon Peruski. Now Cooper at the right elbow. Back to Clint Ford, left wing. Starts his dribble inside the lane. Goes up strong and pass, feeds it off to the opposite block. Callum Hagee puts it in for two points. He has 15. Brown City starting to pull away here. Three minutes left in regulation. 
47-29, Brown City by 18. Luke Vollmering to Cannon Peruski. Top of the key, Braden Franzel to Vollmering. Vollmering back to the top. To Caden Ozentoski. Cannon Peruski, and we have a whistle well away from the ball. And the foul will go against Callan Hagee, I do believe. That'll be his third, team sixth. Has, the 50-50 hasn't been claimed. It That's has what, not been I know. Nice. There's still a chance here. There, check your pockets. Yeah. Might be the most exciting part of the second half so far. <laughs> 2.39 left in the fourth. 47-29, Brown City by 18. In the corner for three, Braden Franzel launches this one. No good. But Luke Vollmering brings in the offensive rebound and the putbacks in for two for Vollmering. His first points of the night. And stops an 11-0 run for the Brown City Green Devils. That was an impressive one-handed rebound. Yes, it was. Well, he got up, one-handed it, and then put it right in. Nice. Much shorter yes. uh, against Brown City's defenders. Kohler at the top of the key to Worrell. Right wing down to Muxlow, right block. Opposite block pass to Callum Hagee. He's been there all night, and he makes that one as well. He is 17. 49-31, two minutes left in regulation. Cross midcourt, Caden Ozentoski. Left side of your radio to the right wing to Braden Franzel. Into the corner, Luke Vomering takes a three. It's up, it's long, and right into the hands of Worrell, and there's a reach on Cannon Peruski. Minute 44 left in the fourth, 49 to 31. As Ubley's struggling from behind the, behind the arc. Yeah. 0 for 12. 0 for 12. Yes. On the night. On the night. That's more than struggling. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> more than struggling. <laughs> Minute 44. Left in the fourth. 49-31 in the full court pass from Muxlow down to Clint Ford in for two points. Nice. Clint Ford with eight. 51-31. 20-point lead. Minute 35 left. Wheels are starting to fall off for the Ellie Bearcats. The wheels... Starting to fire here, and there's a Braden Franzel shot and make his first points in the second half. He has 16. 51-33. Muxlow at the right wing. Going down right wide open. The finger roll with the left hands in for two points. He has 22. We have a timeout for substitutions. Coming in for, I believe we have number three, Cameron Ferris and Tyler Wishlegger, a 5'5 junior. Seeing down Luke Vomering and Braden Franzel. So other for Ubley right now, as well as number 32, Skylar Smith just checked in. So Cannon Peruski, Skylar Smith, Tyler Wishlegger, Cameron Ferris, and Aiden Makoviak for the Bearcats as they trail by 20 points, 53-33. to 33. Yeah, I think they had to charge Brown City with a timeout. <laughs> I don't think they're going to mind too much. <laughs> no. There, there had to be a reason why the play stopped. So yeah. they said, can't just blow the horn and substitute in white plays and going. And there is a a 30-yard field goal from Gaden Muxel who kicked that one right up out. That's Mark yeah. Gainford, that's the third kick, and I, I will attest to that. Well, hey, he did his best He did his best. Tom Brady on the touchdown True. pass, and now he's kicking field goals. His best His best Tom Brady pre-2023. Yes. Okay, there just checking. Go. Yeah. 
Cannon Brewski left wing. Less than a minute to play here. 20 point ball game. Tyler Wischlager. Top of the key for three is no good from Skylar Smith. Look out! And we are hit hard here. <laughs> that hurt the knee. Hey, you're the one that puts it up. Oh, no, yeah, we're okay. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> As I do believe we are still on air. As that pass in the loose ball went right into us. Oh, yeah, we're good. Oh, thank you. I got a wrinkled sheet now here, Steve. I think I missed a shot there. <laughs> Don't worry about us. Just get this game over with here, boys. <laughs> All right, so thank you for the assist here from Gated Muxlow. My left knee is going to kill tomorrow. I know that much. <laughs> yeah. That hit the table. Yeah, Mr. Geiger's a big boy coming yes, he in is. here. All right, so Gated Muxlow across <laughs> midcourt. Now that they've beat up the play-by-play -play guy, they're going to just run the clock out. <laughs> Mark Gaynforth is saying he has to do this himself next Friday. I think I should be recovered. I don't know. That IR is pretty attractive sometimes. Oh, we got Eli Caban at Sure Health going to take care of me. Don't you worry. So Muxlow is going to just dribble this one out as Brown City is going to lead by 20 points and take the victory at home. And as a result, is just potentially just one more win away as they have Sandusky at home on Wednesday, and that will seal the victory for the Greater Thumb East victory. And there's the final buzzer, and Brown City wins by 20 points at home, 53-33 to over the LB Bearcats. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network, and we'll return in just a few moments as we shift our entire broadcast booth here back to its normal location. You're listening to Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. Brown City 53, Ubley 33, on a wintry Friday night from Brown City, Michigan. Final score from Brown City. The Green Devils take out the Ubley Bearcats by 20 points, 53-33, to 33, to secure their, I do believe, 10th divisional game. Yes, they have two more remaining after tonight and remain in first place by one game over the Sandusky Wolves as the Ubley Bearcats fall for the fourth time in divisional play and with now their seventh loss of the season. Eight and seven overall. Brown City 18 and one. Right, a 17 game road streak now, or win streak for the Green Devils. It was 14 to six Brown City by eight points in the first quarter and they led by eight points at halftime as well, 28 to 20. In the third quarter, Brown City scored 10 points probably scored nine points to lead 38 to 29 by nine after the end of the third. And then Brown City Fired on all cylinders in that fourth quarter as they uh, went out and outscored Ubley 15-4 in the fourth quarter to win by 20 points, 53-33. Gaden Muxlow leads all scorers tonight with 22 points, 13 in the first half, 9 points in the second half, and he had what, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 baskets and two threes and two for two from the free throw line for 22 total points. Callan Hagee with 17 points on 
four, five, eight baskets, all within six feet of the basket in one for two from the free throw line for 17 points. Eight points for Clint Ford on two threes in a basket, then three points each for Brandon Kohler and Ethan Worrell, who each hit a three. For the free throw line, Brown City was three of four for 75% of the night. 16 turnovers for Brown City versus Ubley's seven total on the night. Just two in the second half for Ubley. Brown City had seven in the second half, nine in the first half, including six turnovers in the first quarter right away. The Ubley Bearcats were led by Braden Fransel, who had 16 points, 14 of those coming in the first two quarters. He just had a lone basket in the second half. Four points then were the next leading scorer for Austin Gentner and Caden Ozentoski, each with four. Three points for Mitchell Foote. Two points then for Kanan Peruski, Aiden Makoviak, and Luke Vomering. From the free throw line, Obli was seven of nine from the free throw line for 77% on the night. Steve Bone, what do you have for shooting? Kind of an odd night. Uh, Obli did not shoot the ball very well, and that was kind of... The reason they just couldn't stay in the game. Uh, in that second half, they were 6 of 16 inside the arc for 38%, 0-3 from the arc. So they ended up with the game 0 of 12 from beyond the arc. And it's hard to pull off the upside without making some threes. Uh, and they were 13 to 30. So overall, they shot 31% from the game. Um, and then on the other side, Brown City, I mean, the 16 turnovers, you know, that's, got, that's a little alarming. Um, but... You know, if you win by 20, I guess you overlook the 16 turnovers. But I just look at total shots. I mean, Crepe, uh, Ubley shot the ball 42 times to 34 for Ubley. But, or I mean, 34 for Brown City. But Brown City didn't miss much, that's for sure. Uh, in that second half, they were 7 of 8 inside the arc. And that, for that's 88%. And then they were 3 of 7 from outside the arc for 43%. So for the half, they shot 67%. They are 10 of 15. So... I mean, they shot the ball really well. I mean, other than the turnovers, I mean, they did what they needed to do. For the game, uh, they shot 80% inside the the arc. Wow. Um, but, again, Muxlow got, I don't know if he, I think he missed one shot inside, maybe two. And then, uh, you know, then outside the arc, 6 of 14, so 43% there. So, on the night, they shot 65%. You know, I thought the, the biggest change was coming out in the second half. Um they made an asserted effort to keep Franzel away from the basket. They, you know, they denied him the ball, made him really work. Then when he got it, they kind of really put a lot of pressure on him to make him give it up. I mean, he never even took a shot in the third quarter, uh, and I think he only ended up taking two or three sh- I guess he made one shot there in the fourth quarter, so he shot three times the second half. And he was their number one option uh, without Perutsky tonight. So it was just uh, uh, kind of a workmanlike game, I guess. You know, Brown City did what they had to do. Uh, again, they win by 20. Um, Muxlow has a 20-some point night. And you'd say, eh, it was kind of, was, um, you know, just kind of, uh, seemed, seemed to be ho-hum tonight, but he had 20-some again. Yeah, so, just a ho-hum 22 points tonight. Yeah, and and again, we've, you know, we've coached some guys like that that uh, you get all done, you look at the score sheet, it's like, holy crap, how'd they score 20-some points? So, Anyways. <laughs> it's Mark Gainforth shooting his headset back on here as he was just talking to a fellow uh, coach, Tony Burton. So, Mark Gainforth, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Let's move your cord there off and put that microphone off. Steve Bowen with the assist there. This is – you probably haven't seen a career of the East game in a while, but what were your thoughts here tonight? 
you know, I was really impressed with Muxlow. I, I know he didn't really, you know, set the world on fire tonight, but very high, highly skilled player. Um, he can put it on the floor and shoot it from the perimeter. And then and the team plays really well around him, and they run some sets to him, obviously, but uh, most of it's pick and roll on top when they were effective. And as Coach Bone said during the game, um, if Ubley was soft on their switch, they, he was in the lane, it caused havoc. But I thought the big difference of the game today was Brown City just turned up the defense the second half, shut down uh, Franzel. And, you know, as you guys have stated before, now if you shut the – obviously Peruski didn't play, but Franzel and both, when they aren't scoring, uh, you, you got to go to your third option. I don't know if Bubbly knows who that is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's certainly tough, especially when you're you're on to your 15th game of the season. All of a sudden you're changing the, the, the game plan up a little bit. But the good news is Bubbly certainly can recover from this, and they have plenty of basketball. They still have six games to go before districts here. So they're going to play, according to the schedule right now, they have a game tomorrow at home against Lake Lenaway St. Mary. Then they're home against Marlotta on the 22nd. That's Wednesday. Friday they're at Bay City All Saints. Following week they're home against Kingston, then at Carroll at Reese before district starts. So Ubley's got plenty of basketball to figure things out, get back on track, and make a run in the uh, Division Four of districts. But when you're trying to figure things out, sometimes that ain't the best because you need – more practice time again. If if uh, Prusky's out for an extended period, you know you're you're revamping your whole offensive scheme, even your defensive scheme, and uh, that's kind of hard to do when you're in the heat of battle and trying to win basketball games. But you find out what you can and can't do. That's for sure. Yes, that is that is for sure. Brown City uh, it stays at home. They have a game against Sandusky on Wednesday. Which if they beat Sandusky, they will uh, win the outright title. If they lose to Sandusky, they would, of course, have to split the Greer Thumb East title with one game loss of, as, for both teams. So plenty on the line for Brown City. They've gotten to this point uh, within one piece. And the, Well, I take that back. They, they are at KPAC on the 24th, but not too worried about that game as well. So, Steve Bone, uh, congratulations. You grabbed your second victory of the season tonight. Uh, you picked Brown City to win by 20, and it was 20 on the dot tonight, 53-33. Well, like I said, I just kind of run out of game sometimes. I, you know, okay. I come from behind pretty well. Anyways, I don't know if I, I don't know if I've actually picked a actually picked one wrong this year. I'm not sure. Two, because Las Vegas has two, which means we were both wrong. Oh, okay. I think those were the uh, the buzzer beaters <laughs> and everything else. Sorry to throw you under the bus. There. You said it's going to happen at some point tonight. Here we are in the waiting moments, but. Uh, so, uh, Mark, so, Steve, you are going to have an ex a sabbatical here, per se, with us. Yeah, I'm on special assignment, um, so unfortunately I'm going to miss next week's game, and I missed the district. Well, probably Next the week's game, the following week's game, and then districts. Now, wait a minute. There's <laughs> another game between Friday's game? I'm learning on the fly yes, here. Yes, like I told you, this is a fly-by-night operation. And uh, so, yes, there's two weeks remaining in the regular season. We are... Uh, Lakers and Cassidy for the Greater Than West Championship next Friday. And then the following Thursday, we have Bad Axe in Harbor Beach. In Harbor Beach. Uh, which uh, we'll see what Harbor Beach can uh, pull together as they're growing as a team. They're very young. And, of course, without Tan Babcock up to this point. Although he hit a three just a, a few nights ago uh, coming back from an ACL injury. So we'll see if they can make some noise in the postseason as well and get, get our eyes on them before 
uh, the district champ districts and road to the Breslin Center begins. And then, of course, districts. So Mark Gainforth, as of right now, has agreed to help me out here. I haven't signed a contract yet. <laughs> well, I haven't either. Don't worry. <laughs> and it's been 12 years. So <laughs> I just keep showing up, and they keep putting me on air. So here we are. But we, we certainly are looking forward to it. Steve, we're going to miss you, but we'll be back with us uh, come regionals. Yeah, I th well, as <laughs> if I still have a job. Yes, you I do. Mean, I yes, know you do. Don't may, worry. Some of your listening audience might know who Wally Pip is. Do you know who Wally Pip is? <laughs> we talked about this. <laughs> on air? I don't think we did on what, air. San Antonio Spurs? No. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Who, 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 who yeah. are we talking about? Oh, uh, Billy uh, Billy Paltz. That's who it was. Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> I, I apologize. So anyway, so, you know, the Wally Pip yes. played first base for a long time with yep. the Yankees, and then he took one day off, and Lou Gehrig Lou played Gehrig, the next yes. 2,000 and some I, games. I thought everybody knew that, Steve. Well, you know, you know I don't know. Clark. Anybody from Harbor Beach probably <laughs> news don't get up that far. That's true. Maybe. You get over that Verona Hill, and, and news just kind of stops. Hey, I was trying to tell him, who was the reference you made to the Michigan State player? Aloysius Anagani. There. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wouldn't have got that. <laughs> from, uh, I do believe, the 2000-2001 squads. Of Michigan State. I don't remember guys I can't pronounce their names. <laughs> well, hey, that means, that means Steve, guy, doesn't, Steve doesn't remember a single name then if that's, that's the case. most of the guys in the league for me. <laughs> remember Al McGuire? He just called yeah. them by their number. Hey, yeah. that 23 is a nice player. Well, this one's falling off the rails quickly here, yes, folks. It, is. it might as well be in uh, northeast Ohio at this point. Uh, so, Steve Bone, what are your final thoughts here from Brown City? Brown City did what they had to do, and they're ready to get after it against uh, Sandusky. Mark Gainforth, final thoughts from Brown City as well. Well, I, I just really think that Ubley is really in transition. And then, like Steve said, it's the wrong time of the year to be in transition. And when you got to play in camp practice, um, they're going to – find out a lot about their team, but that's going to be during game day and not practice time. Yes. So that's going to wrap things up from Brown City, Michigan tonight. Tonight's game broadcast was being brought to you by Thumb Sailor, the talk of the thumb, North Star Bank guiding the way, Kohler Propane, nobody gives you gas like Kohler's, DS Services of Cass City for all of your grain handling needs, Thumb Bank and Trust, community strong since 1895, Obli Motor Service, and Sure Health. Better health, Better life, are you sure? So on behalf of our entire broadcast team tonight, we've got a team here tonight. We've got Mark Gainforth, who's learning the ropes here tonight. He'll be stepping in for Steve Bone, our in-game analysis, who's on a uh, on assignment. Uh, he's traveling about the entire Midwest to learn, uh, doing some scouting for us. In the meantime, Mark Gainforth will be stepping in for the final two weeks of the regular season, then into districts. Then Steve Bone will be back come regionals. So it'll be Cass City Districts and then Regionals at USA. So we're staying close to home as well. So on behalf of Mark Gainforth, Steve Bone, I'm Clark Ramsey. Thank you for listening tonight. My left knee will be just fine as we had a, as McGain Muxlow decided to plow into us here, saving a loose ball. We're all in one piece and our gear is as well. Thank you for listening. We'll enjoy our drive back as the Brown City Green Devils are one step closer to securing the Greater Than Me's title. You've been listening to WLW Sports Network on Sports Radio 1021. Good night, folks. See you next Friday. This has been a presentation of the WLEW Sports Network, powered by AgriValley Services on Sports Radio 102.1 FM and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com.
Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search for WLEW Sports. Your hardwood home for high school hoops is the WLEW Sports Network.